0: Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. Brought to you by Blue Sky Business Consulting, we discuss five questions in about 15 minutes. Hello again, everyone, and this is Sean, and I'm happy to introduce our guest. This is David Thorne. He is the founder and CEO of Construction Management Pros, out of lehigh utah right here next door close to where i'm at david thank you so much for taking time to be on the podcast today i'm really excited to have you tell the audience a little bit more about construction management pros and what you do
1: yeah thank you i'm i'm excited to be here um so construction management pros was founded on the idea that uh you know people are sick of having Uh, a a typical general contractor experience that they have general contractor fatigue and they're tired of the poor communication and not following a plan or a schedule or a budget and so you know we set out to to uh, create a a company that was people first and and was heavily focused on not only our clients and, and client experience but Providing a good experience for all involved, subcontractors and employees, and as a people-first company, uh, we see how vitally important it is to um, to everyone involved to, to provide uh, organization and structure and and good communication um, to to our projects. And so, that's a little bit of why you know we've we've done things the way we have and uh we 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 tell people where we're trying to redefine what people expect from a general contractor and internally we joke that uh we save marriages one remodel at a time so
0: <laughs> i like that i like the people first approach and uh my my wife and i built a home a number of years ago and, and although we're obviously still married and everything is good uh, there's definitely a lot of uh, back and forth yeah. there so i appreciate that uh that kind of that tug and cheek humor there <laughs> that's great <laughs> All right. Well, David, let's jump to our questions here. Uh, David, as you've been building your company and your business, what's a challenge that you've overcome that you're especially proud of?
1: You know, there are a number of challenges that happen when you build a, a, a small business, and especially someone like myself who is uh, ambitious and driven and uh, doesn't want to meet the status quo, does you know, wants to kind of go against the grain a little bit and disrupt an industry that is prime for disruption. Um, it takes a little bit of guts to, to get out there and, and do what's needed. Um, and you know, the challenge that we've, we've really set out to overcome is, is an industry challenge. Um, because there is a certain way that things happen in construction. And although we're not changing, um, uh, like process or order in terms of, you know, you have to put the foundation in the ground first and then you can build on top of it. Um, it's really being client focused. And, and that challenge of, of having to overcome decades and decades of ingrained uh, behavior, not only on the general contractor side, but also subcontractors and what they expect from a general contractor and, and, but, but more importantly, uh, you know, our clients and what they're expecting from a general contractor, they kind of have this uh, ingrained idea of what we do and how we do it. And, uh, you know, wh- whenever they say, well, that's not how my contractors in the past have done it, you know, my follow-up question to that is, okay, well, what were your experiences with them like? And generally it's followed up with, you know, moaning and groaning and I'm like, okay, well then I wear that as a badge of honor (laughs) that I'm not doing it that way because that's only caused you grief and pain. And, and yeah, we're doing things slightly different here, but, but we're blazing a new trail and, and I've got years and years of experience of, uh, and learned, um, you know, real life examples of of applied data that we've used to to manufacture and create our our customer experience and our model and and it's worked really well so much so that we've got clients that that have told us um and we'll be releasing their their um uh, their video uh testimonials here soon that it's the best experience that they've ever had most professional experience that they've ever had with a general contractor. And we love that. We love that because truly by the end of these projects, you get to know these people and they become your family. um, And more than just a client uh, relationship, it it truly is um, a friendship that you develop.
0: That's great. Oh, I love that. Well, thanks for sharing that. And I love that you're disrupting how things have been and that you're able to to end the the contract with a friend, not just a, a new client yeah. or a new customer. So that's great. All right. Well, question number two: How can leaders foster creativity within their teams?
1: Yeah, this is a great question, and I really do love this because I've often um, I've often thought about this because as a business leader, I don't want it to just be dictator David up here that just tells everybody what to do and how to do it, but really provides them a framework in which they can take ownership and accountability for their role in the health and the growth of the business. And, and as I've tried to create that structure within our business and within our company, um, it is, it is enabling them to take ownership that it's not just something David's building and I've got to get on board but it's something that we are building and I have ownership in it. And I believe in it because it's mine just as much as it's David. Um, And, and that's really important to me. One of the things that we did um, recently, in fact, we just got home from St. George as a company. I took, I took the whole company to on a, on a company retreat and we sort of outlined Not only what my goals were for the company, you know, my 10 year goal and my vision for how I saw things happening. But I really took it down to instead of just me telling them this is why we do things and this is how we do it. um, I asked them questions and I helped them come to the conclusions on their own based on what our core values were as a company. And and when we established what our core values were and we expressed those and everybody was in agreement that those are our core values, then, then the question for them became um, not, is this something that David would would want me to do? Uh, It's well, what's right for the the customer, right? What does that, does that meet our core values essentially, right? How does that align with our core values? and, and that is the thing that leads to exponential growth and creativity on a personal level. Um, not what would David have me do. It's well, no, what's right for the customer? What's what's yeah. is that aligned with our core values?
0: Oh, I like that. So aligning the the core values with the 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 job that needs to get done, the task, the project, whatever it is, but always tying it back to. The core values of the company. I think that's a fantastic solution. That's great. All right. Question number three: How can leaders help build trust between the team members?
1: Yeah, communication. Um, one one of the things that I, I quickly realized when I first hired my my first few employees, I realized I did a, a, a fundamental error. I did not, um, because we're a small business and you're we're a typical small business. I didn't like have this very like outlined. This is your job description, and this is what I'm hiring you for. Um, although I communicated those things verbally, uh, it, it, well, I didn't have quite the structure in in place that I would have wanted. Now looking hindsight, and so um, w- one of the things that I've done recently is I've I first apologized to them for setting them up to fail. but then expressed to them that they haven't failed. Despite me setting them up to fail, they haven't failed. In fact, they've exceeded. and then telling them going forward, we're going to outline things much clearer so that you have every chance and opportunity to be successful. And part of that is really surrounded on on um, communication. Communication has to be a culture. Um, You have to have a culture of communication um, in order for there to be trust to be built between a client and us, between us internally, so that we we know that when um, something is going awry, because it always does in construction, uh, construction is a problem solving, especially when you're doing a lot of remodels and additions, there's a lot of problem solving that goes into it. You have to be able to adequately communicate the things, the troubles, the sticking points that are happening and, and ask for advice, um, and admit when you're wrong. And so for me, I had I had to do that straight up at the very beginning and say, hey, I made a mistake here, and own it. And when you create a culture of communication and, and, and that type of culture where you own mistakes, but then you also collaborate on coming up with problems, solving problems, um, it, it just fosters this unity uh, that is almost unbreakable because then you get to a point where you know that if you have a problem, you can rely on your brother and your sister right next to you. And it doesn't have to be, I'm doing this all on my own and my job's on the line. It's no, we're doing this together and and how it's aligned to the company culture and our core values is, is weaved in and out of that entire process
0: the whole process that's that's a great response and i really admire the fact that you owned up to it and kind of said hey i we, we can do better we can own up to this we can i the, the phrase that you used was uh set them up to fail and yet they hadn't and uh yeah. i i was impressed with that i thought that that uh, that's a tough thing to have to acknowledge that hey we've made it okay but there's a lot of room for improvement so well well done well done all right question number four is there you have an example of maybe a like a perceived failure that you actually turned into a win?
1: Yeah, I think um, I think for me it's it's about um, it, it's about people first, and uh, you know you you have many experiences in life that can teach you. The right and wrong ways to do things um and i've had i've had many of those um but i i i realized that um so the founding of construction management pros happened uh, because of a perceived failure um I, I i was in business with a partner of mine and he Uh, we had done really well, but not as well as he wanted to. And so he wanted to just move on and, and split our partnership. Uh, He bought me out. Um, But for me, that felt like a failure. We'd only been in business for a year and it felt like we failed uh, because the partnership didn't work out. Yeah. Um, And I was really, frankly, afraid to go back out on my own again I'd been self-employed up to that point but always really just struggled to sort of put all the pieces together and um, and being in business with my partner I'd seen growth and experienced things that I hadn't prior I hadn't experienced prior and and so I was afraid to start construction management pros and um, through a lot of prayer and, and consultation with my wife. Um, I, you know, I, despite having job offers from other, you know, local builders, custom builders, I, I decided that I was supposed to continue on this journey of self-improvement and self-employment, uh, which to me is one and one and the same. (laughs) That's That's true. And, uh, And I decided to, to keep pushing forward. Well, I, you know, my first year in business uh, we had, we we experienced growth and, and um, blessings that that I had never experienced before. And we did just shy of $2 million in our first 12 months in revenue. And we're on track to double that this year. And, and so I think if I had, if I had, Taken if if I had let uh, those feelings of defeat and failure win, and I just gone and and gotten another job with someone else, that probably would have been okay. Uh, But I I wouldn't have been able to experience the joy, Mm -hmm. and the growth, and the satisfaction that comes with building something that we like. We are here at Construction Management Pros that is beyond my wildest dreams and. Um, And we're continuing to do things and and, uh, move into spaces that I could never have even imagined that we'd be doing all because I I took a a small step into the darkness and into the unknown, despite my fear, despite my doubts and despite, you know, what I have perceived to be a, a giant failure.
0: Wow. That's a great story. Thank you for sharing it, because it really demonstrates the challenge emotionally and mentally that entrepreneurs often face. You know, they've got these opportunities to take a job elsewhere and stick with the J-O-B version of life. And you kind of uh, took a little different approach and said, no. And I like your comment about self-improvement and self-employment are kind of one (laughs) and the same. I thought that was really, really an intelligent observation. So thanks for sharing that. All right. Our last question, David, tell us a little bit about your first job.
1: So my my first job. Um, so my because I've you know it's kind of funny because I my dad is a general contractor, and uh, my first job was with him. And uh, and I, I you know move that pile of rocks over there and use that shovel and that wheelbarrow to take this pile of bricks and move it over there and you know those types of things you know trying to lift. Eighty-pound bags of concrete on my shoulder, and do, just doing the the general labor type of things. But uh, I was ten years old, so wow. um, trying to <laughs> come up with you know doing things like that in the summertime, and um, it taught me hard work, and I'm grateful for that. and And I think that's also what has led me to the years and years of me observing general contractors and way things have been done, but then thinking there's a better way. There's a better way to do this. And, and, you know, all of my, all of my own, you know, my previous uh, companies that I had started and failed, um, they, they were all in the service industry. They're all uh, handyman or um, general contracting jobs. So I I've been in this and I have breathed this and I've known this almost my entire life. And uh, my first job with my dad, he didn't pay me by the hour because you can't hire technically a 10 year old. Um, but, uh, he paid me by the blister. So he, he said, David, I will give you $5 for every blister on your hand. And so I, I learned hard work from a young age and and quickly learned that, uh, uh, there was better ways to get blisters. And, uh, and so yeah, that was, a, that was a little bit of my <laughs> background on my first job.
0: Well, that's great. Well, lifelong experience for you yeah. then in, in your construction business. So well done. Yeah, I never,
1: you know, you would have asked me, you know, when I was in high school or even college, you know, what are you going to do for a living? And it would never, it, the answer was never construction. But uh, what, what I've discovered is that I am really passionate about building I love construction. I, I, you know, we are builders at heart. I am a builder at heart. I love building buildings, but I also love building people. And that is what is most important in my life. That's sort of where I found my passion within construction is that I realized that we can build people and build relationships at the same time that we get to build really cool things. So, uh, awesome. you know, custom theaters and other things. We get to do both, and oh, and uh, and that's the most important thing. That's where I find my my passion.
0: Oh, that's great. Well, thanks for sharing your passion with us on the podcast today. I really appreciate it. And David, how can people get a hold of you?
1: Yeah, you can find us at our on our website uh dot You can also find us on Instagram at thecmpros uh, and Facebook.
0: Very good. Thank you very much. Really appreciate you being on the show today. Yeah, thanks. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. For more ideas, go to teamengagementpodcast.com. We also invite you to follow or subscribe to our podcast wherever you may be listening or watching. Is your business thriving? Go to tbs-score.com to find out. Thanks for joining us today. Have a great day.